the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Silicon Valley Business Connections, brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce, where diversity and opportunity are one. From education to employment, entrepreneurship to innovation, this program is your weekly connection to the latest trends and opportunities taking place all across Silicon Valley. Host Carl Davis Jr. talks to the rock stars of Silicon Valley and offers you engaging interviews and insights from local, regional, and internationally acclaimed business leaders, entrepreneurs, and community leaders to help you stay connected. Now, here's your host, Carl Davis Jr. Uh, how you doing today? I'm Carl Davis Jr. and welcome to Silicon Valley Business Connections. I am your host, but I'm also the president of the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce, where we help all small businesses start, finance, grow, and even exit their businesses. We're located at 25 North 14th Street, downtown San Jose, or you can reach us via the web at blackchamber.com. They say I interview the rock stars of Silicon Valley. Well, I got a rock star today for sure. You're going to love them. <laughs> I want you to meet uh, Mr. Kansen Chu. And Kansen is the California State Assembly member, and he's also a candidate for Santa Clara County Board of Supervisors. How are you doing today, Kansen? How are you doing, Carlos? Thank <laughs> you very much for uh, inviting me on your show. I also want to thank you for your years, years of hard work as a, a, a black American uh, chamber of commerce. It oh, really uh, contribute a lot to our community. Well, thank you, Kenton. I, I, I'm a relationship type person. And uh, the one thing I'll say was um, uh, when I first met you, I, I loved it. I think you had this bright red vest, you know, that jacket you got, that wonderful, colorful jacket. You were at some event and I met you and I thought, that's a very interesting young man. And when I found out who you were and what you were doing, I was always really impressed in how you took the time to come to a lot of people's event and build real relationships. So we want to thank you, Kenson, for that. Oh, no, definitely. As a, a public elected, I consider myself of a, a public servant. So it is very important that I'll be able to get to the communities to hear their voice so I can be a good representation of them. Well, you know, um, we have a, a lot of different listeners, and, and, and a lot of people don't know your background, Kansen. And I want to just take a moment and, and let people hear, you know, who is Kansen Chu? And so take a moment and let us know, you know, your background and your history and, and how you got to where you're at right now. Great. Thank you very much. I, I really uh, like to share uh, my, my uh, life experience. You know, most people don't, they don't know that I came to the United States as a graduate student after I finished my bachelor degree in electronic and engineering. So I came to the United States with a luggage full of textbooks <laughs> and doesn't speak much English at all. And after I received my master's degree 
and I was hired in by IBM in mm. San Jose in 1978. So I've been a San Jose resident since 1978, and I worked at IBM for 18 years. And during that time, my wife and I decided to start a Chinese business. That's kind of the, the, what I call it an immigrant moment, right? Mm -hmm. To get, get into the restaurant business. <laughs> <laughs> and we uh, work in the restaurant business for a good um, probably 16 years. And, and during that time, I got connected with uh, the, the community in, in general. Mm -hmm. You know, people, uh, elected official or nonprofit, they're always looking for a place to have their event <clears throat> or their fundraising. So I get to know a lot of people, and and they start uh, influence me to want to be a public servant. I, I first served on um, uh, two of the county boards. One was the uh, Santa Clara County Mental Health Board. I served there for a good eight years. And I'll also serve on the PIC. You know, the it is right now it's called Work to Future. Mm -hmm. Before it was a PIC uh, and a private industry council, which is part of the JTPA, helping helping out with uh, 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 disconnected youth and uh, uh, dis uh, uh, dislocated uh, workers. Mm. So I really, really enjoy the opportunity to serve the community. And I felt that um, this country has given me a lot as a, a graduate student to be able to uh, uh, move up my my uh, uh, social status in mm -hmm. the sense. Mm -hmm. So uh, that really uh, um, make helped me make the decision of be a full time a public servant. I first ran for the Barrieres School Board and was uh, elected twice. And then there's a, a seat open in the uh, San Jose City Council because then my council member Chuck Ree decided to run for the mayor mm -hmm. and uh, he succeeded. And so the seat was open and I throw my uh, names into the mix and was <laughs> very, very honored to be elected, to be trusted by the voters and uh, the various uh, or San Jose District 4 mm -hmm. as their representative for a good eight years. And in 2014, the uh, assembly seat was open. Mm. And uh, yeah, they, they, uh, they, as a result of the 2011 redistricting, you know, after the census, mm -hmm. and they make this uh, eight, uh, assembly district 25 one of the highest immigrant uh, uh, districts mm -hmm. in, in in the state. And so I'm always uh, to I really really see that the government job is to um, be able to represent those people that have at least voice to represent themselves. Mm -hmm. And the uh, uh, immigrant community, uh, do uh, I believe, does need a, a voice, mm -hmm. and that's how I, you know, throw my name in again to run for the assembly, uh, uh, state assembly seat. And I was very, very fortunate and honored to uh, kind of be recognized 
by the voter of a, a Assembly District 25, mm -hmm. and they elected me uh, three times mm -hmm. at the State Assembly. So at this point, you know, I'd like to bring my life experience, my public services experience back home to address some issues, you know, uh, uh, particular to the Silicon Valley, in, uh, to, to Santa Clara County, and that's why I'm running for county supervisor next March. Wow, man, that was that was wonderful. You know, I, I want to ask you a couple of questions about that. And before, you know, we go into the second half, I usually like to do this because people like yourself who have served so much, there are other people who listen to the show and they may want to support you, to help you, to, you know, connect with you. Kenson, is there some way now we could talk a little bit about it now and we'll do it again on the second half. How could people connect with you to hear more about what you're doing and, and, and how they can support you? Oh, great. I, I do have a website. It's www.chu4fo4supervisor.com. So it's one word, chu4supervisor.com. And I also have a Facebook page. You can uh, uh, connect with me. And uh, uh, your email me at choice, C-H-O-I-C-E, letter Z, like in zebra, C-H-U, my last name, at AOL.com. So don't laugh, me, don't laugh at me. I'm still uh, uh, an AOL user, but you know, yeah, yeah. But choicezchu.com at AOL. I'm choicezchu uh, at AOL.com is my, um, my 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 personal email address. I, I will give you my uh, cell phone number, but I seldom answer my cell phone. But I do answer text message. So oh, okay. my cell phone is four zero eight eight zero six three one two nine. Yeah, better to text me because um, I, I'm always on the run, always in a meeting. I I hardly uh, uh, be able to answer the phone uh, uh, immediately. If you don't mind, if I uh, call you back at ten o'clock in the evening, uh, feel free to leave a, <laughs> a message it. with me. Man, you, you have a heart. I mean, to actually give your mobile number out for folks that, uh, you know, connect with you. This is a man that's saying, hey, look, I, you know, I want to connect with you. I, I'm, I'm willing to give you my mobile number. Just text me. That's the only thing. Sure. Hey, yeah. hey, I want to say something about that AOL uh, email address, too, because, uh, you know, Kinson. I know you will. I know you will. <laughs> no, 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 Kinson. People laugh because one of my personal email addresses is an AOL email address, and, and I'll talk about that maybe in the second half because you worked at IBM in 1978. Which uh, which location at IBM? Just to ask, is it, it, a Cotto Road? Uh, you know, they call, we call it General Product Division. Do you we, know? We do you know Kenton? Right. Do you know I was down at the research lab down there on Santa Teresa Whoa. in 19. I got hired at IBM in 1979. Yeah, really. We were down at IBM together yeah, for yeah, a while. A beautiful, beautiful building. No yeah, I was on the development side. Really? Yeah, uh, 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 so I, I work in the Cotto Row, the main site, mm -hmm. you know, and, and different buildings. Now, were you a programmer, or what were you doing? 
Yeah, I'm a microdiagnostic programmer. Oh, wow. So we, yeah, I work for the reliability, availability, and serviceability uh, a lab. And at that time, you know, that we're cranking out a new uh, Dasty device uh, every two years. And it's very, very difficult to train the field engineer to, uh, to, to fix the, 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 uh, the issues that we have out there in, in, in the customer site. So we would spend a lot of uh, effort to have the machine be able to self-diagnose. Wow. If, hey, yeah, Kenton, hey, Kenton, the only reason I'm going to cut you off there, we want to leave it right there because I want to pick it up on the second half. We're out of time on the first half of our show. You're listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections. Join the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce and watch your business grow. Participate in mixers, webinars, and training workshops to help start, finance, and grow your business. All with the help of the Chamber's certified Small Business Development Center's consultants for free. That's right. Sign up for one-on-one help from a certified Small Business Development Expert Advisor for free. Call 408-288-8806 or visit blackchamber.com. That's blackchamber.com. And now, back to Silicon Valley Business Connections. Welcome back. You're listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections. I'm your host, Carl Davis, Jr., and my guest today is Assembly Member Kansen Chu. And we just found out that Kansen, like myself, used to work for IBM. Probably a lot of folks in the Bay Area work for IBM. Kansen, do you believe some of the things that you learned at IBM has helped you, you know, uh, do a better job as as a servant here? Definitely, you know, it's the training. Being an engineer, we're really more data-driven. We're based on fact, mm-hmm. you know, not 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 factual. And uh, we we know that we have to work as a team. So really, we you know, like our team has more than uh, uh, two three hundred people, and nobody can accomplish without a teamwork. So the teamwork is uh, what I learned. And, and are working in, in the in the private sector. Mm. You, you know that is so true because today, you know, there's all this kind of like common jargon about diversity and inclusion, and you and I know diversity and inclusion is really just teamwork, right? True, that's right. You know, we were uh, uh, IBM as a company was a, a very strong um, um, and making sure that we have a very a diverse uh, a workforce. You know, my uh, uh, two of my uh, managers, uh, IBM is, is uh, acronym for I I have been moved, right? Mm-hmm. So they like to move you to. <laughs> yeah, IBM, I've been moved. <laughs> right, right, I've been moved. They like to move you to different departments, to different sites. Mm-hmm. And so in my 18 years, I've been working for uh, probably six different managers and and two of them are actually African Americans. Oh wow. You know, yeah, I got Paul Looper, I got uh Bill 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 oh shoot the name Bill Bill still lives in the uh uh, uh the Bay Area. Bill Stewart? Nope. Bill, okay. Bill. How man? How can I remember you? I <laughs> hope Bill's not listening. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's okay. But I do want to ask you a couple of things because I want to dive in why you're running to be this Santa Clara County Board of Supervisor. Let me ask you though, 
Daylight savings times just passed. <laughs> right. <laughs> Didn't you have some type of, wasn't there some type of um, like permanent daylight savings time request that the, that the people said they wanted to see happen here in California? Can you give me a little history about that? Definitely. There was actually brought to, to my attention during one of my community office hours because ever since I got elected to uh, San Jose City Council, I have this, uh, what I call community office hours, mm-hmm. that instead of those people have to take time out of their working schedule and go to the city hall to talk to me. I have a policy of going to their neighborhood in the evening. Uh, uh, every week I will select a different uh, locations to meet with the people. So during one of my community office hours, just uh, uh, I think he's a dentist, but is also in the medical field, brought to my attention that uh, switching back and forth is really, really bad for uh, uh, many people's health. You know, uh, they have a record uh, indicated that uh, the heart attack rate uh, uh, have an upper, uh, uptick after the week, or, or it could be two weeks, after people losing one hour of sleep in springtime, and 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 also the car car accident and work related uh, accident also wow. uh, uh, take up during that week or two, and uh, so so he said the the, the mood swim mm-hmm. uh, for those people, especially older people, um, uh, is really really uh, bad for from the public health standpoint of view. So, you know, I immediately thought, oh, okay, you know, we're doing this to save, conserve energy, to save energy. Mm-hmm. So I said, well, I promise him I will do my uh, due diligence and do some research. Mm-hmm. And what I found out that the uh, daylight saving time, this practice was uh, started in 1942. You know, when the energy was uh, scared mm-hmm. and uh, uh, countries are preparing for war, so they use uh, extra daylight to keep a worker to boost up their production pretty much. But now, uh, uh, fast forward 70 years later, um, the energy consumption pattern has changed, you know, and, and, and switching back and forth doesn't really save any energy at all. Mm-hmm. And that that really uh, um, um, prompted me for uh, going a little bit for, further to to do more research mm-hmm. on the uh, public safety mm-hmm. uh, 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 and because I also find out that the most petty theft, uh, petty mm-hmm. crime, you know, like uh, car breaking, uh, home breaking, happens between. The hours of like uh, five to seven. That's the time the kids are out of school and the parents are not home. And mm-hmm. when it's dark, you see an increase of uh, the, those uh, petty wow. crime rate. So, so keeping more light in the uh, in, in the afternoon will really help with the uh, public safety and also from the business. You know, we're we're in, in talking about business. The small business they enjoy uh, uh, the, the more customers mm-hmm. uh, when there's light out there. So, so people tend to go out more often when there's still light after work. 
right? So, so they say once they get dark early, their business also have to take a hit, mm-hmm. and then there, there you'll have people that enjoy outdoor uh, uh, after work, and most of them uh, like the the uh, the uh, sport um, uh, student, mm-hmm. right? They they play a sport, mm-hmm. and they they like to have a, a more daylight after school. So uh, with all those uh, reasons, and I decided to work with my colleague to mm-hmm. come to come out with the Proposition Seven mm-hmm. in 2018 mm-hmm. to let the people uh, to speak whether they like to go back and forth mm-hmm. or they would like to stay on the time zone. Well, didn't you know, that didn't uh, that thing pass? Didn't it pass? Yeah, yeah, it, it passed overwhelmingly, uh, you know, uh, 63-plus percent. And uh, afterwards, I had many interviews with uh, 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 the new news media. Mm-hmm. They brought to my attention that was the first uh, proposition, statewide proposition, that got passed without uh, the authors spending any money. Wow. The first well, one, because... Well, I want to ask you a question, though. They like savings time just happened. So if it passed, where's the status or why hasn't it been enacted or something? Uh, That's a good question. So once uh, the state, a different state uh, adopted this practice of switching back and forth Mm -hmm. for a period of time, every state also uh, decided on which date that they're going to switch back and forth. Until 1966 or 67, the federal government government they step in to say, "Hey, states, if you want us to switch back and forth, you shall all stay uh, switch on the same date." Mm-hmm. You know? and that's what they call uh, they, it's called a federal uniform time map, and uh, that uniform time map at that time allowed us uh, the state to stay to keep their uh, on their standard time. So Arizona and Hawaii to say, hey, we don't want to switch back and forth. We'll just stay on the standard time. Um, and and those people, they wanted to switch back and forth, will all have to uh, switch on the date that was decided by the federal government. But at that time, no one ever thought about uh, staying permanently on the daylight saving time. So the federal uniform time map didn't give us didn't give the state the option to stay on the permanent daylight saving time. So in order for California to to change this practice to avoid any potential lawsuit, we need the federal government to tweak that uh, uh, federal. Uh, 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 I think well, I, don't, I don't know. It's, it's a uniform time mm-hmm. map to allow us to do it. So wow. I'm still waiting for the federal government to, to do so. Wow. Well, I want to do this because we only got about two minutes left in the show. I want people to know who you are because you're running for Santa Clara County Board of Supervisors. What district and why should they vote for you in about a minute and a half, Kenson? All right. Yeah, you know, I'm running for County Supervisor District 3, which encompasses uh, uh, North San Jose, where I have been represented for the, the last 15 years, also um, the city of Milpitas, 
and uh, uh, Evergreen District in San Jose, plus half of Sunnyvale, the northern half of Sunnyvale, uh, El Camino Real North. And, and the reason um, I'm running for it is, is to bring my life experience and um, my public service experience back home so I can, it can be more impactful. And I have a, a strong record of uh, being the uh, representative, the voice of the um, the minority group, those people that uh, at least be able to do speak for themselves. Mm-hmm. I was honored to receive uh, national recognition by the National Mental Health Association of being uh, a strong advocate for mental health. And just uh, uh, two two days ago, I received. Uh, the Legislator of the Year award from wow. the uh, from from the uh, San Andreas uh, Regional Center, which wow. was uh, uh, dedicated to help Kinson with, uh, disadvantage. Kinson, man, I hate to stop you, but we're definitely out of time. But man, we're gonna have to invite you back, Kinson. You've been such a wonderful guest. We thank you, Kinson. Until next time, stay connected. You're listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections. You've been listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections with Carl Davis Jr. and brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce. More information about today's show is available by going to the Chamber's website, blackchamber.com. That's blackchamber.com. Or call 408-288-8806. That's 408-288-8806. Copies of our podcast are available online at blackchamber.com. If you would like to know more about a specific guest or make recommendations for upcoming guests and topics, email info at blackchamber.com. Keeping you connected, Silicon Valley Business Connections.